Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. This will be part two in my new series on what to know when you're starting your pool service business. In this episode, I'm going to cover some things about pricing and also how many pools you're going to need to turn a profit or how big your business needs to get to make money in it. So I'll cover these and maybe a couple more aspects of starting a pool business. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And to make things clear, I think a pool service business is definitely one of the best business to get into. Because of the flexibility of the hours, also the fact you're working outside, you're not in an office, you're your own boss, basically. And there's a lot of other benefits, like scaling. You can make as much money as you want, basically by taking on as much work as you want. You can grow your business very large by taking on employees or multiple employees, by doing things like remodeling. And you can definitely even get into the building aspect. So it wouldn't be too much hyperbole to say that the sky is the limit in the pool industry, or the pool service business. I mean, you can transition from doing pools into maybe something else in the field. Hayward is famous for hiring pool professionals that have just kind of sold their route and stepped away. And Pentair, to some degree, does the same thing. And of course, Jandy and Leslie's Pool Supply is always looking for, you know, pool pros for their, you know, corporate office or some kind of role within Leslie's Pool Supply. So you can transition pretty easily from in the field. Later on, if you wanted to, if you find that you can't work outside, if you don't want to scale your business up to have multiple employees to continue running the business, there's plenty of opportunities working inside the industry for a different organization in the pool industry. So I think the pool industry is growing exponentially in many areas, especially in the service aspect of it. And starting your own pool service business would be step number one to break into the industry. Or you can work for somebody as an employee and make really good money out there. I think most people that are working as employees make upwards of 50000 starting, and the hours are great, and so there's a lot of great benefits for even working for a company in the industry, doing pool service, cleaning pools, however you want to work it. This particular podcast series is just here so that you kind of get some ideas about starting out, and if you're well-established, these will hopefully help you fine-tune your business. I think one of the biggest questions I get And I'm often emailed this before anyone takes their first step. They ask, how do you set your pricing? Can you make enough money in the pool industry or doing a pool route to cover, you know, I'm coming from a corporate job that was paying me $65,000 a year. I had benefits there, 401k, medical benefits, things like that. Will transitioning to a pool service business give me that kind of income? I think the fair answer would be that eventually you can get up to 65000 You're probably going to 
need to scale that up even higher because you will have to account for health insurance for both you and your family. And you also have to put money away in retirement on your own versus your company's retirement plan or if you had a pension, things of that nature. So scaling it up to cover that is an important factor too. How long will it take you to reach that level that of the job you left really depends on many factors of the area you're going to actually do your pool service in. In my area of Southern California, the San Gabriel Valley, it's pretty easy to pick up accounts. There's actually more service accounts than there are pool companies out there. And many people are looking for pool service and they can't find someone to bid on their pool. It's very common in my area. And it may be common in your area also. There are some other areas that are very competitive, you know, maybe like Miami, Florida. And here, just about 35, 40 minutes from my service area in Orange County, California, it's pretty competitive as far as pool service companies and the amount of pools that are available. So it differs by area and region. If you go out to the Inland Empire, which is not too far from me, there's plenty of accounts out that way also. And so one of the things that you're going to have to decide is how close you're going to start your route near your house. Sometimes you're going to have to go a little further out. Depending on the availability of accounts, you may live in an area where you have a plethora of pools and you can build a service route right around your house, which is ideal. But you may have to consider other factors like the competition and the actual amount of available pools to service. Now, I mentioned in part one that if you get CPO certified, that opens the door for you to do commercial accounts. You may not want to do commercial accounts right away, especially if it takes a larger level of experience, which it will. And so you you have that opportunity in your area. If you live in an area where there's a lot of homeowner associations with pools, apartment complexes, you have that option to build that way a little bit later. But I would say in the first year, you want to try building up residential accounts, which are easier to maintain. You don't have to worry about the health department and those kind of regulations at that point. But that is a viable option for the future. So if you have an area where maybe you're lacking in some residential pools, but you see a a big commercial opportunity, you can definitely build residential accounts around that area and then expand into the commercial field. No problem. It's just that, again, there's a learning curve and there's some regulations you have to deal with. And you have to get familiar with the health department and with maintaining a pool and the problems that are involved that could happen at a commercial pool level. So definitely the area is really important. And then you have to kind of sit down even before you get started and maybe do a spreadsheet, you know, take your current income or your predicted income that you want to achieve. Maybe your income is lower than you want it to be and you're doing the pool service because you think you can make more money in it, which is probably true in most aspects. Again, maybe not immediately, but definitely in a year or two, you can definitely get to that level and maybe even quicker, maybe longer. It just depends. Uh, but there is that potential. So write down like basically how much money you can survive on. And I think that's the key here because if you're going to quit your job and go into this full time, you're not going to purchase a route, which is a definitely a viable option if you have the resources. Just keep in mind that financing a purchase is difficult. So if you have home equity or if you have cash saved up, then buying a pool route may not be a bad idea. You really can't finance it. So you may have to start just basically by you know, putting flyers out there on doors, which is the old school method, but still pretty successful. You can go to, you know, Zillow Maps and you can see who has a pool and you can put a flyer there. You can also purchase addresses from companies and you can also just do like Google ads or you can, you know, even go further out and sign up with Yelp or Thumbtack. And those services are sales oriented, home advisor also. So just be aware that 
it's going to be one of those things where if you sign up for it, you're going to have a high-pressure salesperson on the other end trying to get you to invest more money in using their platform. And so, again, Yelp, HomeAdvisor, and Thumbtack are pretty sales-driven, and you may find it a little overwhelming if you use those services, and it may not have the same effect that you're trying to get. Google Ads is pretty easy. You just get a website, and then you can definitely do the ads. If you ever have done any kind of Google search, even if you just type in Best Buy, you'll see that the first two or three spots are an ad, and that's Google Ads, and Best Buy is paying for those spots so they, for whatever reason, or any kind of service company like Joe's Plumbing. You type in Joe's Plumbing, and you're going to see in the Google search three other plumbing companies in front of them, and that's what Google Ads will do. So if someone in your area is typing in pool service, or even if they have a name of a pool company, you know, like Sahara Pools or whatever, they type it in the Google search box. If you're paying for an ad in your region, then your company name will appear, depending on how much you pay for that ad, either the first, second, or third spot. And then underneath that are the legitimate Google search results underneath the ad. So Google ads can be very effective in your area. It cannot be. It just depends on if the clientele in the area is searching for pool service online, or they may be searching other ways. And again, that's where that Yelp and Thumbtack and HomeAdvisor comes into play. Again, they're sales-driven, so just be careful when you sign up with one of those particular organizations. And so back to that spreadsheet where you're trying to figure out how much money you need to make to at least pay your basic bills, your house payment, your car payments, whatever other basic necessities, food and clothing, And then above that, you're going to see where you're going to need to make a profit and to get to where you want to be. And so you're going to call around your area, and it's kind of hard sometimes to get rates from people as far as how much they charge. And so maybe do some cold calling the pool companies and, you know, ask for service. That's one way to do it. And you get a general idea of what they pay for service in the area. You kind of get a consensus. So if your area is going for 110 $120 a month. Then it's just a matter of doing some basic math. So you're going to take, let's say you want 60 accounts. You figure 60 accounts is pretty good, which is about 12 a day. And if you do 120 per account, plus other fees like the three inch trichlor tablets, filter cleaning, salt cell cleaning, other kind of fees you can add to that. But basically, just the monthly service would be 120 a month times 60. That's $7,200. And then $7,200 times 12. That'll give you 86400 gross with 60 pools at 120 a pool. Not a bad income. Then you're going to subtract your chemical costs. They range anywhere. Well, nowadays with the higher price of chemicals, it used to be lower. I would say chemical costs will range you about 15% of your business expense because in the wintertime, it kind of evens out, at least in my service area, we're year-round, and so the chemical usage in the wintertime drops off dramatically. The summertime, it picks up even more. If you wanted to be really conservative, just say 20% of your income is going to be towards chemical costs, equipment, things like that. And so you'll take that 86400 and then I'm going to times it by 20%. And so your overall cost is 17280 And so that'll leave you with about 68000 or so in change left over after your chemical costs. And then, of course, you do your fuel costs, your other costs of business, and things of that nature. And so 60 pools will get you to about that $65,000 a month, you know, income. And by the way, 60 pools, you can probably do that in three days, maybe, well, actually four days, let's say, to be conservative. So you're working four days a week, you're doing 60 pools, and your, you know, gross net 
before other expenses is about 68000 That's not too shabby. And that's why the pool industry is very attractive to people because you can make a lot of money in the area depending on the service rate in your area. Again, it varies by area. California in my area has been notoriously low. Other areas like Texas has really high um, service rates. Florida can be a mix of low and high depending on your area. So just check around, call around, and see how many pools you're going to need at X amount of dollars. Now, this doesn't include any kind of repairs, any acid washes, any green pool cleanups, or anything of that nature. That's just straight $120 a month for the pool service, not including the filter cleaning charges that you're going to charge for in California and Texas and other regions where they have full-size filters. So that $68,000 is kind of a low number with 60 service accounts because there are going to be repair opportunities, acid wash opportunities, and also other opportunities to make money on those service accounts. But that gives you an idea that if you're making 65000 now in a certain area, again, rates differ. You just have to have 60 accounts in an area where you're getting 120 per pool to get to that level. Now, getting those pools may be difficult. You have to advertise. It may be easy. You may just drive around and people will flag you down. That happens a lot in my area. That's why in my truck, I'm not trying to get accounts. I have no lettering and no phone number listed. And many guys in my area drive around with blank trucks. And that's usually because nobody needs any service accounts and they don't want anyone flagging them down or calling them from the vehicle. Other areas like Florida where just about every truck is wrapped, you really want them to call you because the competition is more fierce. And definitely if you if you can move to a certain area, you may want to move to a service area or an area where getting service accounts is much easier. So for instance, if you're living in maybe Orange County, California, and you see that you can't really compete there, or if you're living near, near the beach area or wherever, if you can afford to live there, that's pretty amazing. But if you're living in Orange County, um, definitely you may want to consider moving somewhere inland where there's ple- a plethora of accounts or you know even to the high desert. Wherever you want to move to where there's accounts, you can start your business there. You can always relocate later, sell your route, start over in a different area. It's not a huge deal. I mean, you want to probably pick an area where you're going to stay and be established in for a long time. That's ideal. But you're not locked into that area. You can definitely move if you need to. But you definitely want to start your area somewhere where you can actually get accounts very rapidly. Get accounts by doing green pool cleanups, acid washes, things of that nature. By advertising, I mentioned a few things you can do to advertise. Word of mouth, hooking up with a realtor, all those are good factors. I think the best time to start your pool route is February, March when the season is starting. You probably don't want to start October, November when the season is kind of winding down. But definitely starting, you know, when summer is starting, you're going to gain the most accounts possible at that time. And you may grow exponentially. There's a member of my group in Arizona where he just basically, I don't know if he advertised for a month or what happened, but he got 40 accounts in one month. It's not unheard of. You would average in my area about two or three accounts per week if you're actively advertising for accounts. You can easily gain 30 or 40 pools, you know, if you start advertising in March and then you stop advertising or the season starts winding down in October. You can pretty much get a pretty good size route at that point. At least it'll pay your basic expenses. And you may need a part-time job or some other way to bring income in. Maybe your spouse is working, whatever it may be. That's kind of how you want to set it up. And I think the key, again, I'll go back to the beginning, is getting a spreadsheet, writing down all these numbers because you need to have it on paper so you know what your goal is, what you're looking for. And the service rates may not be 120. They may be even higher. Like in Texas, the average service rates, you know, over $200 or 250 depending on the area. 
180, I would say, in Houston, and, you know, it goes up gradually from there. And so, you know, every area is different. There's some areas of Florida that are still around $90, and the same with Southern California. And so the 120 number is not an imaginary number. There's a lot of places that are much higher than that, but it may be lower, so keep that in mind also. And you want to make sure that you set your service rate correctly the first time. You don't want to be raising the rate on the customer in the first year. You may want to raise your rates every year as a habit or every two years or whatever. Um, but you definitely want to stay ahead of inflation. This year, the inflation has been crazy in the industry. I think, you know, outside of the industry, the inflation rate is close to 8% right now, which is unheard of. And inside the industry, I don't know what the inflation rate is. Everything is much more expensive, but it's probably close to that. And so to hedge against that inflation, you want to have the ability to raise your rates. But again, if you're building your route and then six months later, you have to raise the rates. Maybe you didn't actually bid that properly correctly. And when I say 120 per account, I should back up just a little bit here. And that's like an average. So if the pool, you know, that's like an average 15 or 20,000 gallon pool. Now, if the pool is 25,000 or 30,000 gallons, you're probably going to double that rate. And you may have to do twice a week service. If the pool is smaller, I wouldn't go down too much, you know, unless it's like really tiny where you can jump across it. But if it's, you know, 8,000 or 9,000 or 10,000, the 120 a month is perfectly fine. You may even want to go up after 15,000 gallons and charge 140 or 150. It's up to you, and it depends on the market in your area, again, of what people are paying based on their pool size. I was just using that number out there as a baseline, and then you can go from there in your area and set your rate appropriately to your area based on the pool size, competition, things like that. I think the bottom line, going back to what I was saying about the industry being something that could be the sky's the limit. I mean, when you start out, you're building your route up. And depending on your personality, you can do it quickly. And I think, you know, some aspects to think about is if you're coming from a job where you don't interact with people and you're maybe not that kind of person versus coming from a job where you like sell cars for a living and you're really good at, you know, selling things. I would say that the car salesman is going to be able to build a route up much quicker than the guy working as a clerk in an office who doesn't really deal with people. And so those are factors. But Bottom line, the sky's the limit with the pool service business. Once you get established, you get your 60, 70, 80 accounts, bring on an employee if you wanted to, or you want to stay small, work four days a week, however you want to do it. You know, the sky's the limit if you wanted to double your income. You know, if you want to go from, what was the gross there, like 86,000, and you want to go to 160,000, that's extremely possible, and it's not unheard of in, the, you know, two or three years. And again, that's one of the benefits of starting a pool route is that in a corporate job or in any kind of job, you're a manager at Walmart or if you're just working as, I don't know, in a restaurant or whatever, the fact that your income can't be doubled or tripled in two, three or four years is something that is kind of, you know, it's just how it is. But in your own, if you have your own business, as I'm saying, you can have unlimited income based on how much you want to push that business model or how far you want to push it. And I guess a word of caution, you can also have negative income and go out of business because that's the danger of having your own business. There really is no safety net. So if you start your pool service business and you can't get above 40 accounts, it's not going to cut it in most areas. You're not going to be able to make a profit and maybe not even able to pay your bills. And that is the flip side of owning your own business is that you can go out of business and lose money and have a lot of debt and pay a lot of people money if you incur that kind of a loss. So just be aware that it's not all, you know, roses and what's the other, I can't remember how that term goes, sunshine and roses or whatever. 
There may be some bumps in the road, but just rest assured if you start off correctly and you know what you're getting into, I think that's half the battle. And if you have a plan, that's half the battle also. You can definitely do this and achieve your goals. And if you're looking for part one, you can go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, you're going to see a podcast icon. Click on that, and that'll take you to a drop-down menu, and you should see episode one right below this episode. And of course, there's going to be more episodes in this series, and so refer to that, the website and the banner, then click on that icon to get the podcast indexing website. And if you're starting out in the industry or you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. There's a lot of great benefits for joining, including a discount on your general liability insurance, which I covered in part one a little bit. And it definitely, you want to, if you want more information on the coaching program, you can go to poolguycoaching.com and you can learn about general liability from the first episode in this series. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.